Welcome to Stop Christian Nationalism, a podcast that is warning you about a massive tsunami of sinister, magical thinking that's surging toward the shores of the United States, due to make landfall less than 10 months from now, in early November. We have time to prepare. We can dissipate this wave of Christian nationalism before it has the chance to strike on Election Day. But current efforts won't be sufficient. Well, maybe the metaphor of a tsunami isn't the best for the growing movement of Christian nationalism that has become embedded in the politics of the Republican Party from top to bottom, culminating, uh, but not limited to, the presidential campaign of Donald Trump. Another popular metaphor warns that the United States is sleepwalking into a dictatorship. Uh, Are we facing a tsunami? Are we sleepwalking? Whatever metaphor you choose, there is trouble, big trouble coming our way. What people are trying to communicate right now is that we are getting closer and closer to a political revolution that is threatening to end democracy in the United States and replace it with a Christian totalitarian regime with Donald Trump at its peak. The 2024 presidential election is not about the economy or the age of the president. It's not even really about Donald Trump as an individual. The 2024 presidential election has become a referendum on the power of religion over American government. Should the United States remain a democracy in which people are free to make individual decisions about religion? Or should the United States become a Christian nationalist dictatorship in which federal, state, and local governments have the power to coerce and even outright force Americans to submit to the power of Christian churches. The Republican Party is not subtle in what they are proposing to do. Project 2025 from the Heritage Foundation promises to end freedom in the United States, replacing it with an obligation of citizens to do what they are told to do, what they ought to do by Christian church leaders. Earlier this week, On the night before the Iowa caucuses, the Trump for President campaign explicitly involved itself with a night of prayer for the Trump family and the nation. That's the name of this event, a night of prayer for the Trump family and the nation. A presidential campaign having a night of prayer. This was organized by Christian nationalist Amanda Grace, who has declared herself to be a prophet who speaks the word of God, that her words are the words of the Christian God. The Trump for President campaign is getting involved in that, making the endorsement that when Amanda Grace says that she speaks for the Christian God, Donald Trump says, yes, she does. During this event, Eric Trump was participating with his wife, And he declared that his father's presidential campaign has been granted special magical powers by the Christian God. Listen to him himself. These are his words. I think he's created the greatest political movement in history. And I really do believe that um, 
someone, something is looking down and guiding him every single day because there's no way in the world he could have been where he is today without the intervention um, of God. And um, Amen. I, I, I feel it. I know it. I really do believe that there was divine intervention there. I think somebody was guiding him, and um, and I, I truly pray to the Lord that he wins again. He, he sorts out this country. Eric Trump, the son of Donald Trump, says that his father is going to sort out this country. What does that mean, sorting out this country? Well, according to Donald Trump himself, sorting out this country includes putting millions of people into prison camps, suspending the Constitution, instituting a dictatorship, executing political opponents, using the military against political protesters, and making Christianity the official religion of the United States of America. So, Eric Trump has declared, and Donald Trump has before him, that the Trump for President campaign has been anointed by God. They are acting as if the power of the American people has already been usurped, taken over by the Christian God. And they're saying that it has to be that way because how else could Donald Trump have won that 2016 presidential election? Now, they never say, how could Donald Trump have lost the 2020 presidential election if he was anointed by God? They pretend that Donald Trump won that election, but he didn't. If there's an all-powerful God out there, surely that all-powerful God would have had the power to keep Donald Trump in the White House if that's what that God really wanted, right? Well, that doesn't make theological sense, so they don't talk about that. They talk about the 2016 presidential election, saying that there's no other way possible for Donald Trump to have um, become president of the United States, but through the interference of a God, an actual God coming down from the skies or the heavens and making the election go the way that this God wanted it to, with the implication that that's in defiance of what the American people wanted, right? Right. They don't like to say that part out loud, but think about it. Are we really supposed to believe that there is no possible way for a person who inherited hundreds of millions of dollars from his politically connected father to have used that leverage of that wealth and those social connections to gain political power for himself? There's no other way for that to have happened than with the supernatural interference of a spirit from above that intervened with magic spells. I think that maybe there are other explanations out there, like that Donald Trump bought his way with his own money that he inherited from his father to purchase an awful lot of political support and, you know, to get rid of the effective opposition in his own party. According to the Trump for President campaign, however, that sort of real-world politicking is not happening at all. According to Donald Trump 
and his presidential campaign, the 2024 election is actually a magical battleground in which the supernatural powers of the Christian God and its undead Messiah are facing off against the infernal spell work of an army of demons. And they mean this literally. They're not seeing this as a metaphor of some kind of spiritual warfare. They are accusing their political opponents of either being demons or being the puppets, being possessed by demons and controlled by demons. They say that Joe Biden has an actual demon controlling him. So that Roger Stone, Donald Trump's political operative, has said that he saw a demonic portal opening above the White House proving that Joe Biden is not a human being anymore, but that he is a demon from hell. They mean this literally. It's like an episode of Stranger Things, that show on Netflix, where those kids are out there battling demonic forces and stuff. Okay, and that's great pretend, but the trouble is that the Republican Party and the Trump for President campaign are saying that that's actually true that that's really going on across America. This storyline of American politics being directly controlled through magical battles between the returning spirit of Jesus on the one hand and demons from hell on the other hand. Donald Trump didn't make this up. It came from a source that we would ordinarily expect to be rooted in the real-world practicalities of politics in American law. It came from Eric Trump's own lawyer, his attorney. Her name is Alina Haba. She is representing Eric Trump as a member of the Trump for President campaign. And she got on this phone call this week, too, this um, kind of video conference, this national prayer event uh, for the Trump for President campaign. And during this video call, she declared, this lawyer declared that the 91 felony criminal charges that Donald Trump faces in federal and state courtrooms, they were all created magically by demons. You don't believe me that a lawyer would actually say something like that? Well, listen to her own words as she is talking about this demonic plan. I think that that there is a plan there's God's plan, and mm-hmm. then there's the uh, demonic plan. And the demonic plan is very easily confused with real life. What they're, There's an orchestrated thing going on here. Don't get it twisted. Their demonic plan is so obvious. So there is this Trump campaign narrative, trying to get Donald Trump elected on the basis of a claim that demons— and not state and federal attorneys general, have somehow used magic to create the legal cases against Donald Trump. That has come out of not just Eric Trump, not just his lawyer, but it actually came from a grassroots Christian nationalist conspiracy theory. It was the Trump campaign's purposeful manipulation of this conspiracy theory that's been making the round through American Christian churches that enabled Donald Trump to win the Iowa caucuses this week. In 2023, 
the Trump campaign hired a Christian nationalist named Jackson Lane to recruit Christian nationalists from across Iowa into a new part of the Trump political machine that they called the Iowa Faith Leader Coalition. That was something that the Trump campaign came up with. This organization did not exist independent of the Trump campaign. It never has. The Iowa Faith Leader Coalition included many Christian nationalists who have been telling their followers over the last few years that there is a supernatural war taking place across America with Donald Trump at the head of the armies of the Christian God. One such member of Donald Trump's Iowa Faith Leader Coalition, Catherine Watsey, of Fire on the Altar Ministries out of Fairfield, Iowa, has been traveling across the Midwest, visiting churches as a guest preacher and telling audiences that the United States has been infested by an army of demonic sorcerers. That's the word that she uses, sorcerers. And that these sorcerers have used dark spell work to create a network of secret underground magical altars that are hidden across the country. And these magical altars, Catherine Watsey says, are giving supernatural powers to worshipers of the ancient Babylonian god Baal, who is at war with the Christian god. Baal, she says, is really just a demon pretending to be a god. This battle between the Christian God and evil American wizards working for the demon Baal, Watsi says, is what explains current political conflicts that we have in the United States. It's all about Baal from Babylonia. It's not about, you know, economics. It's not about foreign policy. It's about the demon God Baal and Baal's sorcerers and secret magical altars hidden in places like Indiana and the corners of Iowa. Now, Catherine Watsey has endorsed Donald Trump and joined the Trump for President campaign's Iowa Faith Leader Coalition and done so as a way to battle those demons. And Donald Trump, in turn, has officially recognized the support of Catherine Watsey and tacitly endorsed her battle against demons. Trump has welcomed Catherine Watsey as a Christian nationalist leader into his campaign organization. And it was through the centrally organized political campaign work of hundreds of Christian nationalists like Catherine Watsey as the Iowa Faith Leader Coalition many of them declaring themselves to be at war against armies of demons who want Joe Biden to remain in the White House. It's through them that Donald Trump won the Iowa caucuses. That's the untold story of the Iowa caucuses in 2024. It's a magical battle against demons that motivated many Iowa voters to get out. Now, in the wake of the Iowa caucuses, Donald Trump is bringing this story of his campaign, being anointed by the Christian God in a magical war against evil spirits and demons to the rest of the nation. 
That's where the extreme declarations by Eric Trump and his attorney, Alina Haba, that's where they come from. They weren't just spontaneous declarations inspired by a moment of swelling religious faith in their hearts in that moment during that meeting. They were planned. These comments are part of a consistent plan by the Trump for President campaign to sustain this Christian nationalist conspiracy theory, which holds that demons, evil sorcerers, and other dark magical powers are in control of Joe Biden, the Democratic Party, federal prosecutors and judges, and anyone else who dares to stand in the way of Donald Trump. This worldview is that anybody who opposes Donald Trump is under a dark magical spell or is actually a demon and not a human being. You know, in ordinary times, Republican Party politicians would cite economic models and legal theories to support their campaigns. Now, under the leadership of Donald Trump, the Republican Party has embraced this Christian conspiracy theory that the entire presidential election of 2024 is being controlled by supernatural creatures and their magical spells. That is what the Republican Party has come to in 2024. It's all about magical spells. The Trump plan for America is to wage war against evil sorcerers and demons that use magical anointing powers granted by the Christian God. And these are the kind of archaic political theories that were used by medieval European kings to justify their unlimited power as monarchs. Kings from medieval Europe. That kind of Christian political theory of power was, you may remember, what American revolutionaries fought against in 1776. It's what they had in mind to oppose when they wrote the Constitution of the United States of America. That Constitution is well known for its ban of religious tests for public office and its prohibition of government establishment of religion. But now here we are in the year 2024, and Donald Trump is bringing back medieval political theories that rely on divine anointments by gods to ward off demons and evil sorcerers. This is not Dungeon and Dragons, folks. This is the Christian nationalist vision for the American future. The Trump campaign is claiming the same divine right to rule us all that was used by kings in Europe to justify their tyranny. The Trump campaign is not just seeking to unseat Joe Biden in the 2024 election. Donald Trump is seeking to undo American democracy itself and along with it the political philosophy of the Enlightenment and the scientific renaissance upon which it was founded. Donald Trump wants to take the USA back to the dark days of Salem, Massachusetts. Do you remember what happened there? Keep this in mind when Donald Trump complains about witch hunts 
against him in the many criminal and civil cases being pursued in courtrooms across America? Keep in mind that he uses that phrase, witch hunts. The Trump campaign has accepted a Christian nationalist theory of politics that believes that Donald Trump is himself being hunted by literal, actual demons and witches with dark magical powers. This is the central political theory of the Trump for President campaign, that witches are real and demons are real and they are hunting Donald Trump. That is the context for what Donald Trump means when he talks about witch hunts. The Trump for President campaign is arguing that Donald Trump should be president because he has been given supernatural powers by the Christian God to go hunting after witches and their demon familiars. The Trump for President campaign is seeking to turn all of America into a reenactment of the Salem witch trials, in which strange, warped arguments about gods and demons and magic spells replace rational arguments about public policy. It's in this context that Donald Trump directed his social media accounts to promote a sketch of himself sitting in a courtroom with Jesus Christ by his side. Yes, Donald Trump is saying that Jesus Christ himself is standing with Trump, defending Donald Trump from being held to account for the rape, defamation, stealing of classified documents about America's nuclear secrets, and plotting to overthrow American democracy that he's been accused of in 91 felony counts and in civil trials. Yes, the Trump for president campaign is claiming that America's judges and courtrooms are being controlled by demons and that Jesus is coming into the courtrooms and is saying that Donald Trump should not have to pay any money for raping a woman. He shouldn't be given any penalty for stealing America's nuclear secrets. He shouldn't have to be held to account for seeking the violent overthrow of American democracy. Donald Trump is saying that that's what Jesus wants him to do. That Jesus is by his side as he does those things. In an age where our leaders ought to be confronting difficult social disruptions caused by new technologies such as artificial intelligence and digital surveillance, Donald Trump wants you to join him in starting a Christian nationalist civil war against demons and witches. And those demons and witches, by the way, are your neighbors who are not Republicans. What's at stake? What's at stake in the presidential election of 2024 is nothing less than every piece of social and scientific progress that America has made since the 1600s. And what's terrifying is that about half of the American people seem to be inclined to support Donald Trump's campaign to consume the entire nation in a tyrannical reenactment of the Salem witch trials. 
it's a terrible thing that we need to even be making this case in the year 2024 that American politics are not being controlled by evil magical creatures and the supernatural armies of an ancient Asian tribal war god. Why do we have to even be arguing this? It's, it's insane. It's absurd. But it is unfortunately the reality that we face that half of the American population believes that. This is the struggle that the year 2024 has placed in our hands. And we can't just throw up our arms and giggle at it or shrug at it. Because this movement, this crazy conspiracy theory about sorcerers and demons and witches and spirits from the sky is gaining momentum in American culture. We cannot take for granted the idea that we can live in a peaceful democracy governed through an informed electorate. The survival of American liberty depends on us speaking out in favor of a basic scientific view of reality, where it is our own actions as human beings and not the secret magical powers of demons and witches that control our politics. There is, unfortunately, a lot more about this for us to talk about. And so I'll be back next week with another episode of Stop Christian Nationalism.